0: Leila Gentil.
1: And I'm Marcus Rosati.
0: And this is Passport Necessary, a podcast dedicated to uh, growing up as a TCK and how it's affecting us now as adults. And today Mm -hmm. we will be talking about uh, Setsubun, which is a Japanese festival which this year is being celebrated on February 2nd. Uh, So Marcus, what is Setsubun?
1: So Setsubun is essentially the for the Japanese the first day of the spring after the winter. So what happens is, is that you want to bring in good luck for the new springtime and then get rid of all the bad demons and things like that that might affect you through the year. So uh, the general idea is, is that one thing that you can use to help you to uh, make sure that you will bring in good luck is to be using soybeans that are roasted. And what you do is you use them to th- and throw them around either the house or a temple or something like that and this is supposed to scare away Oni, which is basically a demon or an evil spirit. Um, Once you've done that, the thing that you then do is you will pick out a number of beans that is associated with your age. So for example, if you're 20 years old, what you'll do is you'll take 20 beans and eat them. Uh, When I was growing up, we were taught that essentially you would also eat an extra bean for good luck. Uh, And this is supposed to make sure that you have good luck through the year. So it would be, if you were 20 years old, for example, it'd be 20 plus one, so you'd eat 21 beans in order to bring in the good luck. it seems quite likely that it's associated with things that came over from China very early on in Japanese history. So around, probably around 1600 years ago, something like that, When the maybe a bit later than that. But when the early Japanese um, kingdoms were setting themselves up, they brought over a lot of Chinese stuff. So it might be associated with the Chinese New Year, which does happen a roughly. Well, ten days later in this case, on the twelfth of February.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a lunar calendar, essentially.
1: Yes, that's yeah. That's the other thing. Um, it's I'm not sure how the lunar calendars work, but I do know that certainly that some lunar calendars have a tendency to to drift. But I don't know how they work them in, in terms of the Japanese festival, because I know that it can shift slightly through the year. Mm-hmm. So it could be from either the second to the fourth of February, but it doesn't shift as wildly as Easter can, because Easter shifts in the Western calendar by up to a month in some cases Mm -hmm. just because the way it's found and that works on a lunar calendar as well so it's a different way of using a lunar calendar i'm not sure how the japanese use their lunar calendar in that sense specifically Mm -hmm. it's not that they tend to work that way um generally speaking because they still do use sort of what we might term a western calendar or the gregorian calendar but it is pretty much the same time every year in japan and it was always in february Mm -hmm. without fail
0: Yeah, I think it might, it's, it's based on a lunar calendar, but it's also, it was when I was looking it up and doing research into it, it said that it was based on an old Japanese calendar, which is a little Mm -hmm. bit more specific, I think, whereas if you're going based on a pure lunar calendar, it shifts so wildly because it's, you're literally following the moon and because the moon is changing constantly, the length isn't, it varies, it's not set like we have our monthly count like our gregorian calendar is pretty much set um except for february because every four years we'll have a fun extra day Um, (laughs) so they're still (laughs) shifting we we think of the calendar as being so set but it really does kind of shift a little bit I digress. Yes. Um, the thing that's that I, I think is so fun and that I like so much about Setsubun is that it's a very physical way of embodying getting rid of bad luck and bad energy mm. in your life and just kind of pushing it out and saying, we're starting fresh, we're getting rid of all of this, and we're going to have a brand new year. Like there's something that I th- I yeah. find is very socially refreshing about something like that to have a physical embodiment of all this bad stuff is gone we're bringing in good stuff
1: yeah you you can almost in a sense physically bring it in and you can or you can physically remove bad luck Mm -hmm. you can bring in good luck and stuff like that it's you you act it you create your own luck in a sense Mm
0: -hmm.
1: almost literally to in this sort of festival it's it's a really interesting idea that it gives you a sense of control i suppose over your life in the next year as well Mm -hmm. you've done something to actually make things better Mm -hmm. which is nice especially if it works within a community and stuff like that as well because it is this is this is one of the festivals that you can find all over japan without a problem Mm -hmm. happens every year it's very big
0: yeah it's like it's like hanami and then like um Start of the school year, all those different things. Like, there are certain festivals that really are celebrated all over Japan, unlike smaller festivals mm. that happen only in certain communities. It might be in a certain city. This is one that no matter what in Japan, you will find setsubun celebrations. Almost all the temples have something related to it. Like, there it really is a big deal within the community. It's like New Year's in. Yeah. In China or New Year's here in the West, like everyone in some way, shape or form celebrates it in their
1: own way yes yes it's it's one of those things that you you would be aware of definitely when you were in Japan because it was something. I suppose, in a sense, it's kind of almost the sort of like European equivalent of Easter. Sort of like trying to bring in, or, or you know, trying to bring in the spring and celebrating the start of that sort of process. It's it, it's the same sort of thing. You know when Easter is happening, mm-hmm. um, so you know when is going to happen. It's the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I- because. Of, because of what it is
0: yeah i think the thing that's kind of interesting is that setsubun literally the term setsubun means seasonal division so it's the divide Mm -hmm. between winter and spring and people will hear february and they're like wow that's really early for spring but japan has a very different seasonal calendar like it the seasons are a little bit different in japan than they are in the west especially northern europe or north north america so it makes sense that their season might start a little earlier than it would for us
1: um yeah because definitely certainly areas i was living in japan you would expect things to start getting warm by march mm -hmm. things by that time you're looking at things being warmer not really warm but warmer Mm -hmm. whereas in somewhere like britain you'd be kind of expecting something like thinking yeah april time that's roughly when the spring's really in full sway Mm -hmm. that's sort of the thing that you're looking at in that sort of sense yeah um There's, I know people from sort of like, sort of like central Europe and stuff like that. And they're just going to go, spring doesn't start until May, (laughs) you know, because, because there's still snow on the ground in April.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. It's that cold. Yeah. It really, it really does depend on what the seasonality is of your country. So it makes sense that in Japan their spring is a little earlier. So that's what it is. Um, there are certain things with um, throwing of the soybeans that are pretty specific. There are certain words that you have to say. So regardless of whether it's in a temple in your home, this is most likely when you would be saying this in your home, when you throw the soybeans um, out of your house, that's, you're chasing the demons away, which in, as mm-hmm. you stated in Japan, they're called Oni. Um, they're very famously, like if people think of the Japanese demons, they'll think, you know, horns, red face, teeth, like it's yeah. kind of a well-known image. And what you're supposed to say is Oni wa soto, fuku wa uchi. And mm-hmm. as you're throwing the beans out and that translates to if i can find it demons out good fortune in Mm -hmm. so you're literally telling the demons we're telling you to go and we only want good luck to come into the house so i think that's fun i think that's a great thing to learn (laughs) um and then uh, this is the one thing I, i i couldn't find and i guess i i maybe from if you've had experience with it are you supposed to eat the beans that you've thrown out of the house like you clean them and then you eat them or is it brand new beans that you're eating
1: um i was always given brand new ones okay um i think it's probably (laughs) there might be a tradition that you do eat I mean it has says in some research that you do eat the you do take up beans that you've thrown and then eat them but I think you know just generally speaking these days that's considered unhygienic for good reason yeah you're not really going to be wanting to eat beans off the road
0: yeah no I wouldn't want floor. to <laughs> I was just curious so I, I
1: don't think uh, no I was never I was never asked to do that so we just you know you just given new ones um which I think is sensible <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Um and then I I was curious why soybeans um specifically. Um so I was looking into it and the word for bean in Japanese is mame, which is a combination of the sounds of ma, which means devil, and mesuru, which is perish or disappear. So mm. the devil perish. So the idea of a bean, mame is like your your banishing or disappearing the the demons which i thought was a really interesting way of looking at it i was like oh that's why like that's the thing that's really interesting with japanese is because there are so many kanji that have similar sounds that's where you Mm -hmm. get a lot of japanese wordplay is that the sounds are similar but when you look at the actual kanji they're different so based on context that's how you know what you're talking about but that's how the wordplay will happen where it's like it's ma but it's a different kanji. So that's where you yeah. get that like little, hi, I see you're being very sneaky. Um, <laughs> so that's, I thought that was really cool. I was like, why the soybean of all things? And that's why it's because they perish the devils.
1: That's quite cool. That I like that.
0: Right. I thought that was really neat. I thought that was an interesting <laughs> one. Um, and then there's another uh, tradition, which I thoroughly enjoy me being very much in love with food. Um, one of the things you're supposed to do for Setsubun is you're supposed to eat what is called an eho maki, uh, which is a sushi roll. Um, it is a foot-long sushi roll, which is filled with seven different ingredients, which represent seven gods of happiness. Those ingredients can shift. They don't always have to be the same. Um, but you do have to have those seven ingredients. Um, And another thing, there's two more things with it. One, when you eat it, you're supposed to eat it, not all at once, because that would be impossible. Um, But you you would eat the foot long sushi without cutting it because the Mm -hmm. idea was if you were to cut the sushi roll then you are cutting your good luck um so Mm -hmm. you're supposed to like eat it you bite it with your teeth but you're not cutting it with a knife and then the other Mm -hmm. thing is you're supposed to eat the sushi roll while facing the lucky direction of that year i tried finding what the lucky direction is for 2021 and i can't find it i don't know how you would find out what the lucky direction is um but i don't know what it is i want to know what it is No,
1: i don't know either um sadly
0: i i did find that last year 2021 was um west south west southwest or southwest south i think it's west southwest that sounds more correct (laughs) oh god it's all falling apart um so i think (laughs) west southwest is supposed to have been the direction that was lucky last year so this year you're supposed to face the direction that's lucky and silently (laughs) this sounds like a cult (laughs) as i'm describing it i'm like this sounds a little cultish but it brings in luck so who cares
1: (laughs) it's no different to the eucharist isn't it (laughs) well i mean they do that in the catholic church (laughs) and in other places That's true. Everybody says, "Yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll just do
0: it." (laughs) Um, So yeah, you eat the ehomaki sushi um, in the lucky direction. It's supposed to be in silence without cutting it, and that's supposed Mm. to bring luck into the new year. Um, Very often, the roll contains um, like this egg. it's like a cooked egg, it's a little on the sweeter side. It usually has cucumbers in it, some sort of fishy element, a radish. Um, it might have like f- fish roe in it. So there's a lot of uh, elements, but it's it looks like something that's really delicious. Like bar the fact that it is <laughs> supposed to be lucky and a tradition. It looks so good. I really, really want to have some. I don't think I had it when I lived in Japan.
1: I don't think I ever did either. This is one of those sort of funny festivals that, you know, I kind of like... Because I went back to Japan last year in 2020, just before everything kicked off. Um, I was lucky. Um, and it was one of the things I miss and It was one of the things I would like to go back for Setsubuna. I'm not sure why. It just has a sort of strange sort of point in my mind. Like it feels quintessentially Japanese. I think that's the thing is it feels very Japanese. It feels like a very specific thing that they do. Um and they have festivals where they do, do performances and stuff like that you can go and see that you know people banishing demons and all that sort of stuff uh, so people would dress up in the d- demon masks and all that sort of stuff and then they would be chased away and all that sort of thing it's like a huge it's a big event you could see quite a lot of stuff and because it comes from sort of animist traditions you do have a lot of very specific kinds of um, things to do with shintoism that you wouldn't see in other places it's it's kind of religion in action almost mm-hmm. it's how this kind of religion works it's how they well i mean japanese people i mean you know how many of them do they actually believe what's going on i mean like you ask people um do you believe in the easter bunny probably most people don't but they still do easter
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: it's a similar sort of thing in lots of ways i'm not sure how many people actually 100 believe it but they all do it
0: yeah i think and, I think that's one of the things that's so interesting about Setsubun and I think with religion in general in Japan is at least based off of the conversations I had with friends of mine who are Japanese and who grew up in Japan, there's a sense of they're not very religious or they don't really like believe in the way that Westerners say, like, I believe in God, I believe in whatever it might mm. be. I think it's more of the, it's practical, it is useful within yeah. your life. And we've kind of talked about that when we, when we talked about religion, but I think the way that religion now is approached in Japan is, in more of a practical sense where it's like, this will bring me luck or this will help me. Or um, maybe this will ensure that bad things don't happen. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's more of a nitty gritty every day. Like how will this affect my daily life? How is this going to help me out rather than believing in a general, like I believe in God or I believe in whatever it might be that you believe in. Um, So I think I think it's an interesting way of seeing it and the fact that Setsubun is I think it's the most visible that this religion gets. I think it's one of the few yes. times that um the religion actually is visibly seen by everyone. Cuz most of yes. the time it's it, it kind of doesn't hide but it's not in your face. It's not like in the West no. where you see churches everywhere and you see like people preaching on corners or whatever it might be mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's definitely an element in Japan where the people go to temples and people will you know practice but it's it's far more quiet and yeah. more understated um so it's so interesting to see Setsubun where that is very visual like you see it you yes. know Setsubun is happening people are throwing soybeans people are dressing up as oni like it is a very not in your face but it definitely is like a there is something big that's happening and everyone's taking part of it which is kind of fun to see
1: yeah i mean it has it has the thing is you got the thing about japan is it it seems to manage to kind of like get multiple religions and just kind of stick them (laughs) together and just leave them in the you you know most of the temples and things like that are buddhist Mm mm-hmm a some denomination of buddhism or something like that but the shintoism never really went away it seems to be a much so a lot of the shrines you'll see will be sort of based on shinto beliefs it's an animist religion so it becomes a bit difficult to sort of um separate it from the fabric of the way things are done because it is as you say a kind of a practical thing is you're just doing stuff it's it's not one hundred percent like there is some god somewhere that's going to do something. It's kind of like, well, I better be nice to that tree over there just in case. Mm-hmm. I Better be nice to that over there just in case. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's everything has, you know, its own spiritual element. It has its own spirit. Yeah, I, which is important to remember.
0: I, I think that th- I think it's a difference between something where it's like, how do I put this? The thing that's so fascinating with Shintoism and with a lot of animist religions is that there's an element of, it's tied to something that's physically there. Yes. Like you can see that tree. You can see that rock. You're aware that those are physical things within nature that mm. if you affect it in some way, whatever lives within it might come back and be like, Hey, that wasn't cool. I'm going to curse you or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas I think, with a lot of the other religions, the monotheistic religions, it's kind of based on just blind faith. It's this idea of like, just believe, yeah. just believe in it. You don't see it. You don't really know it's there, but you just have to believe in it. And I, it, it's a yes. little different. There's more of almost a, a tangibility with animism Mm. that you don't really get yeah it's interesting i i I personally don't believe in anything, (laughs) um but i do find it fascinating to kind of see the differences between how it is approached
1: yeah and it's useful to get into the mindset because you do kind of even if the people in the culture don't believe what they're doing as such you can tell sort of where the culture's coming from having a knowledge of how it works and being able to, to extent, understand it is important, I think. Especially when you're trying to look at Japan. Mm -hmm. Because of the history and because of the culture and all that sort of stuff, it has specific things that you do have to remember, so you do have to know about Buddhism, you do have to know about Shintoism to an extent. Mm -hmm. Shintoism less so, but Buddhism definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, if you want to understand what you're seeing on the street, sometimes knowing a little bit about Shintoism is quite important. Yeah. Because why is there this little shrine? It's like, well, because it's to do with this, or you know, why, why are they... Why are they so interested in tanukis, which is, you know, raccoon dogs? Why I love they so tanukis. They're so
0: cute. Yeah. So I've been playing Animal Crossing. I know I'm super late to the game. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Um, but I've been playing Animal Crossing, and one of the characters is based, well, one, three of the characters are based on tanuki, and I forgot how uh-huh. much I love them until they started playing the game, and I was just like, I forgot tanukis are so cute. <laughs> so every time I play the game, I'm just like, yes, you're a little, like, Japanese animal, but also you're kind of a trickster. God, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Um actually I have another slightly what we might consider odd uh, tradition that does happen for Setsubun, which is called Hiragi Iwashi, um, which is holly sprig and sardines. This <laughs> this has to do again with uh getting rid of Oni of getting rid of demons. Mm-hmm. So this is an old tradition, its roots uh, date back to the Heian period, which is about a thousand years ago, mm-hmm. and this tradition is really mostly followed in the Kanto and Nara regions. So it's not everywhere in Japan. Okay. Whereas the soybeans, really, like everyone does it.
1: Everywhere does. Yeah.
0: So with <laughs> with Hiragi Iwashi, basically, what happens is that. Um, People will decorate the entrances of their homes with baked sardine heads that are put on holly sprigs. So you kind of like decapitate the sardine and then put the baked heads, like stab it onto a holly sprig. Um, And -hmm. then you would tie it outside of the entrance of a home. And this is supposed to drive the oni away because apparently Mm -hmm. um, the oni don't like smelly fish and they're afraid of sharp leaves which the holly sprig has and apparently the Mm. holly sprig could like poke out their eyeballs because it's a sharp leaf um so that's why they do that which i love that combination like it's so like they don't like sharp things okay holly sprig get it love it they don't like smelly fish okay sardines are kind of smelly love it now put them together and
1: it's like what we got a secret weapon (laughs)
0: And when you see it, it literally looks like a sprig of a ch- tiny, like a tiny bit of a tree branch with dead fish heads on it. It's lit. <laughs> like imagine That's that in is. your mind's eye. That is what it is. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 interesting because it, it kind of. A couple of points there because didn't they used to actually kind of like burn the sardines themselves to get rid of the smell and stuff like mm-hmm. that? And it's funny because you kind of say, well, that seems like a strange thing to do. But the thing is, is that I'm recently watching something to do with plagues because there's, you know, it's a plague going on, so why not learn something about another one? Um, but like back in the Middle Ages and sort of later on, one of the things that they used to try and do was um, when they had a plague, obviously the first thing you, you've seen sort of like huge masks with like a bill on it, mm-hmm. they would stuff those with flowers because they thought that basically what was happening is that. Um, the disease was caused by a miasma or an evil smell so if you smell sweet things that's supposed to be a good thing to protect you but the other thing they used to use was fumigation mm-hmm. and they would burn really foul smelling stuff sometimes and one of the th- sometimes they would use gunpowder they would use vinegar they use all sorts of stuff and these bad smells and stuff like that were supposed to counteract any bad spirits or disease that was coming through. So in Europe, they were using the same sorts of techniques right up until at least the 1600s. Because hmm. they believed that this, was, this would work. So the Japanese thing of like doing that sort of stuff is not actually that outlandish. It's pretty much what people have believed all over the place for a long time. So you can take people in England and people in Japan and they're both sort of doing similar things in order to get rid of bad, mm-hmm. bad stuff. It's interesting because it kind of, we seem to think that this is something important and we think that demons behave in a way that we behave. We don't want sharp objects coming towards us. We don't want Mm -hmm. bad smells coming towards us. So they do these sorts of things. Um, And the other one about spirits in Japan is uh, is there is an idea that evil spirits can't move. They can't bend or curve their direction. They have to move in a straight line. Yes, I've I've heard that one like they see the curtains across the doors of the house it's to prevent the bad spirit from getting through but they'll also have curving paths up to the house as well to prevent demons and spirits getting in mm-hmm. there's a lot of this stuff that goes on in terms of just the designs of houses and decor in a sense
0: it's just so it's, interesting it's common. It's, there's so many interesting ways of like how we used to try and keep bad things from happening to us um mm. i just find that so fascinating um but just hopping back really quickly to the hiragi um, mm-hmm. because I like, like you said, it's foul smelling and it's a little sharp. So like, what do you do uh, when it's no longer setsubun <laughs> with your um, stinky sprig of holly? Um, apparently some people keep them on their door for the entire year to mm-hmm. keep the oni a- away all year long some other people what they'll do is they'll perform uh, special rituals so that they can take it down and like cast away the like negative energy that it's banish banishing is how i'm understanding mm-hmm. it um so there's either they will burn those sprigs of holly and sardine at a shrine so again burning um so they still kept mm-hmm. that in a way or another way that you could do it is to wrap the sprig in a Japanese writing paper and then purifying it with salt. And once that's done, you can throw it away. Um, and actually that's so interesting because salt is used in a lot of cultures as yes. a purifying element, just like fire is water is um, there's something about mm-hmm. salt and the fact that it's seen as very clean and white and has like this element of uh, um, preservation that keeps it it as a purifying element so actually salt is used in quite a few um uh animist uh religions and how they choose to purify and cleanse things there's even Mm -hmm. like within modern times we've heard like in so many tv shows how often do you see the characters taking out salt and saying like i'm using the ring of salt to protect myself yeah. yeah, that comes from an animist belief that salt is a way of yes. purifying and protecting yourself.
1: Well, this is one of those funny ones if you ever see sort of like sumo wrestlers, before they start, they actually will cover the floor with salt before they do anything. Mm-hmm. It's you, you, the, every single fight, it always starts off with them throwing salt on the floor. And you'd also see, you know, in Japan, you'd have like piles of salt next to the doors, all sorts of stuff. Salt's really important um, in that sort of sense. And they still... Do it. I don't know whether they actually believe it or not, but they still do it. It's still there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's right within the sort of like the fabric of what people do.
0: Yeah, I think I think what's so fascinating about Setsubun is that it is a tradition that is living alongside a modern world. So even if yeah. people aren't fully believing, yes, I'm getting rid of demons from my home and I'm bringing in good luck into the year. Maybe they don't believe it. Maybe they do. But the fact that they're still practicing it within a modern world because it has all of this meaning behind it and it has a history i think is so fascinating because they could just be like well this is old-fashioned we're not going to do it anymore but there's this idea of preserving the old because of the meaning that it inherently carries
1: yeah i mean it's how our society holds itself together in a sense is we do these things because they are part of our traditions they are part of our culture you don't have to believe everything that happens within it but you do it because it's like it's you know why do westerners eat with a knife and fork it's part of the culture it's part of the tradition you don't have to do that why in britain do we eat with the fork in the left and the knife in the right you don't have to do that we just do it Mm -hmm. and that's considered part of the tradition and the culture of eating and that sort of stuff so we do these things without even thinking about it but when we see it in sort of like another culture we go oh that's strange i haven't seen that before oh look how traditional they are it's like that's exactly what they think of you though
0: (laughs) yeah exactly the same could be said like it like people in japan could probably look at some of our traditions like halloween or easter and be like (laughs) what are you doing like that makes no sense it's like well it makes sense within the history of this culture because we have all of this background information
1: yeah Uh, it's it's nice because Setsubun is one of those ones that you can really, as you said before, you can really see it. It's sort of, yeah, it's kind of vaguely magical. I've always been quite interested in it in a strange way. I don't know why. It just it it, it captures your imagination because it, see, it feels specifically Japanese.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: that's the thing, and that's probably why they keep doing it. Is because you know we can say definitely that this is something that we do mm-hmm. that is specific to us, mm-hmm. and we could be proud of it. And it says why shouldn't you be? Um, it's, it's a nice festival I think that's the thing is it's a nice festival yeah it's it's not got anything to do with anything strange you know it's, it's not it's not like a national day which is about you know your personal saint or something like that it's to do with we're all coming together to try and make sure we have a good year mm-hmm. that's it's, it's a positive thing I think that's probably why it survives as well is because it is so positive it is about you know coming together and making sure that everybody has a good time yeah and has a good year in the years to come
0: yeah i think that would be one thing if there's like a takeaway with this is it is fascinating to learn it is something that you know is very uniquely japanese but i think with any culture is to remember that you may not know all of the context but you should at least respect it even if it's not something yeah. that you fully understand or it may be out of your comfort zone to at least Except like, maybe I don't know everything about it, but I should respect the culture because there is a history behind it. Um, Not to like blindly just say like, I accept everything you do, Um, but to maybe look more into it, understand why why does this happen? Why does it occur every year? What is the background on this? So that you can approach it with respect and understanding.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you, we need to be able to understand and respect people because even within your own culture, if you don't know where something comes from, it's a bit pointless, isn't it, in a way? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it does help to know some history. It does help to know some religious stuff. It does help. And if you, if you can learn that about other people and other people's cultures, you know, you can't really expect somebody to respect you if you don't respect them. You can't go, well, my way of doing, doing things is better. So why is it better? Well, because it's the way I do it, it's essentially the only thing that people can say. Because mm-hmm. certainly, from my experience coming to Britain, there have been occasions when people have been like, "You know, well, why are you doing that? It's a bit strange. I don't like it. Why don't you do the things the way we do them?" And it's like because I don't, I don't, I didn't grow up here. <laughs> you can't, you can't expect me to do what you do because you, you are doing what you're doing because you know how to do it in this way because that's the way you've been taught. But you probably don't know why you do it like that. Mm-hmm. You know
0: because yeah, they don't sure. have the
1: historical context.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating. I love it. Um, so that's Setsubun for today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us and listening. It really means the world to us. Um, if you have any questions, comments, um, anything that we maybe have missed about Setsubun, feel free to tweet at us um our twitter handle is passport n-e-c-e-s-s-1 um you can also um leave a comment or um any sort of uh, review on our uh, podcast is huge we're still a growing podcast and it really means the world to us um so definitely feel free to do that and thank you so much for joining us today yes thank you